Wine with Cassie and Henry. Hello, Hello. Welcome, welcome to, to Butler's, Butler's podcast. Wine Podcast. Wine Podcast, Podcast <laughs> wine. wine. show, I was thinking. What are we talking about? Oh, you're getting above your station there, aren't you? You've got an agent, haven't you? You've gone off. You're oh, making a programme with no. Holly Smith and Tom Sergi. <laughs> it's not a bad idea. Yeah. Three witches. <laughs> um, this is this is going to be our general roundup reflection, contemplating yes. what happened in twenty twenty two and but like what's everybody going else, to happen in twenty twenty three? Yeah, you're like a mystic Meg, aren't you? Yeah, you've got some ideas that you. Yes, think and you've come, got to stop fiddling with your face. Come true, your every, snotty little nose. Every single year, you think your predictions come. My true. trends are accurate every single year. Thank you very much. Oh well, there, yes, Jeffrey. Yes, Jeffrey. So, um, a tough year. I th- this is this household is is possibly a good example of every other part of the country where one half of the house is very positive. One half isn't so positive. It says you sitting in a woolly hat and a jumper. I've got every layer I own on and a dressing gown and I'm still cold. And it's costing us £75 a week to heat the house for about an hour every day. We don't even have the heating on, do we? So we should set up our own charity, actually. So that's why the cat now sleeps in the bed, is it? It's my extra hot water bottle. For warmth, furry warmth. (laughs) That's so yes, it's po- been a podcast, it, cha- it, it has been a challenging year, definitely. Hospitality has really struggled, which I'm sure everybody's aware of. I think we have had it's been like years and years of shite. Realistically, we've had Brexit, we've had lockdown, COVID, and now we've got cost of living increases. I mean, it's the same for everybody, but for this industry, it, it it's really tough. Let's try and limit the language as well, because that will eliminate about four of our ten viewers, listeners. Yeah, I was going to say, who do you think is viewing this then? <laughs> yes, it, it has been difficult, hasn't it? And and I think I feel that as us as butlers, we're in a bit of a transitional phase, coming out of the two shop scenario properly now for a year. Yeah, are we allowed to talk about that yet? No. <laughs> and um, we did not choose to leave our second shop. Legal Fire advice shop. suggests that we don't <laughs> poke the bear, so please don't do that. Um, and it's a difficult time, I would say, for creativity and to make big decisions, big bold decisions in in today's climate. Sort of anticipating what might be coming up. It's but hard because it seems like firefighting all the time. You know, like this year's been tough. We haven't had a holiday. We got married, which was brilliant, but we didn't go away afterwards. We haven't had any time off again. And we still haven't made any money. <laughs> well, it's hard. Exactly I know. True, but that's it? the so reality that people are, that people are faced with. We could, not just in this industry. We could reframe that in a different way <laughs> and look at it in a different, more positive light. It's hard work. Anyway, this year has been hard work. Throughout that, we've put some positives in ourselves because we knew it was going to be tough and we wanted to have some highlights, which we did. One main one being the fact that we got married at Ridgeview Wine Estate in July. (laughs) Yes, and and business takings are down because we stole all of the wine. No, we did not. We didn't. We We paid for it ourselves. So (laughs) do not listen to him. Yes, that was a good But we day, had lots it? of people pulling favours, so it was amazing. Everybody helped out and it was wonderful. Like you, the best day ever. You put it out there and some of these things come back, don't they? So yeah, which is nice. Yeah. Really nice. Really good. Yeah, like best day ever. 
We just need to... We said we would make an effort to wear our bridal outfits and go out once a month, which we've achieved one time since then. So I think 2023, we're going out dressed up like crazy lunatics in our bridal wear and we're going to go and eat out. Yeah, I've worn... Well, yeah, I've, you wear yours all the time. Mine's yeah, not quite so twice. appropriate. We've been out twice. I have been in my way. Yeah, yeah you've been out you. a lot, yeah. You've chosen not to. That's, really? That's your prerogative, Really? Isn't it? You know. Um, we won some awards, which is always nice. Yes. So we won an award um, from the Golden Pineapple. I thought it was still in here. No, but it's, it's in the uh, shop window. Yes. Where we lost it. Everyone lost it. So we, we got this nominated for an award, which we thought was a joke because it's quite a prestigious award. The award ceremony was at the um, National Museum yeah, that looked in really London, cool. Yeah, which was amazing. So we thought, no way are they inviting us to this for free. <laughs> we were <laughs> like, we're far too high profile. So we thought nothing of it, and we were really busy. So we said, no, we can't go and pick up the award. It was for our work in the community and how we look after our staff which is yeah. really nice recognition, and it was mainly voted for by industry people. Our peer group. We which is also really nice. Any idea what was going on? No, so we won this award. Our friend Dawn Davies from London, who everybody knows in the industry, went and collected it for us when she was really, really pissed. Yeah. Gave a really um, weird acceptance speech, I uncalled it for. Good. It was hilarious, but no one funny. was allowed to do speeches, That's so that was, was the... Gag. It's like shout-out to butlers and then... Uh, National Museum so it's all very funny and then she promptly lost our award which went round all of the London restaurants by all accounts and then somehow got delivered to us by I don't know a restaurateur from London to our shop in Brighton yeah where it now sits in the window and hasn't increased sales one bit <laughs> so we that didn't, was really good we didn't, <laughs> we didn't do anything but with it but it is a nice it's it's a good nice recognition award. I think if we melted it down that would be worth some we had money, a positive um, Portuguese promotion. That's always great for us. Yes, in the summer, working yeah. with wines of Portugal. So that was good. Yeah, and um, we'll do that again, 2023. And then we also did a Rioja promotion in October, which was great as well. Thanks for all the support. And who won that? There were three winners out of 129 applicants. We only need to focus on one. We won the best digital campaign. Well done, you. Thank you very much for these all Cassie of this Gold. Instagramming yes. that takes me so long. Yes, it does. <laughs> and it's mainly cat, the cat and the wine. Yes, saving animals around the world. Yep. But that worked, so that was good, so that's a positive. And we are listed in Harper's top 50 independents again for the UK, and that's coming up in the next couple of weeks, I think. Yeah. So we will uh, report back on that on the Lots well of we good do. press. We want to be top 10, don't we, really? We don't want to mess yeah, around. Yeah, I think we've hit 11 so far as our... Best spot, we need to, 11 or 13. We need to get over the line there, don't we? Um, so, what about our highlights drinking-wise this year? Yes, less 2022. Let's have the positive. Yeah, so, things that we could recommend, seek out, or have just been real highlights of consumption. Let's focus on you first, because you, for health reasons, can't drink wine. Yeah, that's another blog. That's another... Everything, yes, everything. Because it seems like grapes are a trigger for your... Yeah, I... For yeah, your, we're not going to... I won't go into it, but no. grapes are not good for me. But it does mean that you focused your, your consumption on the art of vodka drinking. It does, which, which is also going into my trends for next year. Seems to suit you. So what's your, what was your favourite vodka or vodka moment 
maybe this year. Yeah, that's a tricky one. Can you? Yeah. What? When? Meeting your new American friends in the in the <laughs> uh, what hotel was that? Duke's Bar Duke's in Bar. London. Yeah. That was drink a bottle of vodka in neat mar- like just martini. Yeah. Yeah, I've done a lot of martinis this year. A lot of different vodkas. I favour vodkas that are creamier, have a creamy sort of smooth flavour. I like a bit of vanilla, a little bit of spice, a little bit of white chocolate. That's what I want for a martini. Okay. So the ones that we stock um, that deliver that, I think, are the Skull Vodka I really like. Yeah. Um, Don't be put off by the label, even though it's quite cool for a goth like me. Um, what else have I tried? I've I've tried loads, and I am quite fussy. We've got the Conix so, Tail, yeah. which is good. I think that's good for a mixer. Um, I've done quite a few flavored ones. I've done the Grey Gooses. I've done the you know the you know the branded stuff. And you had at your birthday a vodka bar set up for you with I with did. multiple bottles of of vodka, including one with the Garden Tiger. Modelling on the on the front. That's label. our cat. Yeah, special vodka. Um, yeah, so sorry, not very specific there. Didn't think yeah. about this one ahead properly. Good info. Yes. Thank you for that. <laughs> I'll do a vodka. We'll do a separate podcast on vodka because okay. that's in my trends. Maybe I'm not we saying too take, much. Chase them blind on the podcast. Yeah, good yeah. idea. I said we should do a podcast with some drinking involved, probably. My some of my favourite wines. Oh, okay, over to you. Yeah, well, you know, vodka's a limited chat, isn't it? Um, <laughs> I, I, you know, I can't remember really. I should have made a little list. And, and going forward this this year, I will make. I'm going to have twelve different ones, so I'm going to make a note one a month. Each month, yes. But you know my, what we should do then at Christmas? We do a case of twelve wines. Well, that's what clever people do, and and we haven't really. Got around the, to doing hello, it, so. this is what I will do. So that will be my action. So okay. everybody, wait and see. 2023, you'll have a mixed case of 12 of Butler's highlights. Yeah. Team can join in as well if they want to. So no. my fa- favourite were the Le Passant <laughs> Chardonnay from South Africa, made by Malinou. And that was in Magnum, but we have it in bottles. I thought that was sensational. We don't anymore. It sold out about two days ago. The whole lot's gone. The bottles? Yep. Yeah. The Saint-Pierre, White Rhone. With a sheep on it, it is is fantastic. I think that might have been my wine of the year last year, but it could be a white wine of the year this this time. Anything from Rinaldi, I'm loving at the moment from Barolo, but I particularly like their Barbera, which is rich, luxuriant, velvety, loads of cherry fruit, really lovely, really really lovely. And the your friend the Delaney, is Delaney, isn't it? Chenin, Ginny Povel. Ginny um, Chenin Blanc. I've got that open in the fridge from ages ago and it still, I think, will be beautiful. And, and that was really lovely. Rich, tangy, nice acidity, loads of layers of flavour, honeyed, really, really, really and fresh. No weird bits in there. Great label. Great sounding woman as well, really. She is very cool. She, she loves her cat. Cool, she loves she? her flowers. That's an organic one as well. And what I, also, what I also really liked were the Lost Explorer mezcals. I thought mm. that was a great little tasting, which we matched with some different foods, didn't we? And the labels were like the Restless River South African ones, where there's full transparency and loads of detail on the label, relevant detail rather than tasting notes, which I think is 
really cool. And we all said that they would be too expensive to sell and we all agreed that we should get them in. Yeah, I thought they were, were and really so far good. we've got one at home. <laughs> yeah, so I need to. That's buy where one six. bottle's gone. So yeah, they they were my my favourites, but lots of lots of bits in between, lots of nice surprises. Um, yeah, there's some some really nice wines this year. I th- I thought, and I we've th- we've done a lot of South African, haven't we? It feels like South Africa's been a, an expanding country for us. Um, Portuguese always. Yeah. So that's they work really well. Um, we've got loads of good stuff. We've had we've picked up a lot of older wines as well. Yeah. Over the last six months, we've had lots of um, bottle aged wines, which is yep. always good. They don't hang around very long, but we've still got some Italians, some a little bit of Alsace maybe, and what else did we have that was old? Oh, we've got some nice vintage ports as well. Anyway, yes. that's I'm just okay. Distracted so you're, there. You're what about? Uh, producers to watch in 2023 or styles of wine or you like a trend don't you well I don't know, I know that's why I was trying to limit my vodka chat because I vodka is going to be big in 2023 okay we're which going is full a good here, thing okay yes because that's what I like to drink I think um it seems that there's been a bit more chat about vodka production and that people have realized that you can make vodka out of lots of different things including potatoes chase vodka for example that's made out of potatoes quite a few other vodkas are made out of potatoes as well so what i hope will happen in 2023 is that people will start sourcing discarded fruit and potatoes to use in their vodka production so if they're flavoring vodkas they can use food waste and if they're making vodka out of potatoes, they can use food waste. They could use grain and rye food waste as well. But I think it would be a really good thing to use ethically sourced local products to reduce food waste and produce spirits. That would be a good uh, science project for the kids <laughs> at the crew club. Get their own little... Flavoured. Like a Bugsy Malone still. That would be good. So that's what I think will happen. That's what I'd like to see happen. Yeah, and I think it's about... Using sustainability, Sapling using are quite good at that, aren't they? Yeah, so there are people doing it already. Fifty Eight and Co. as well, which we've got. We have their apple and hibiscus pink gin and their vodka in stock. That's really good, and they are super, super sustainable and doing some amazing things within their distillery and production. Yeah. With regards to like melting down plastic and making the floor out of it, coasters, everything. They yeah. reuse everything that and discarded cool. food waste from supermarkets and restaurants. And so, they taste nice. Yeah, um, but I think it, that would be a really good thing to see next year. Um, and I think people are more interested in vodkas as well. And I think flavoured vodkas will be coming out big time. We've been introducing more Eastern European wines this year, haven't we? Which yes, I think, I think we they'll pick up. Do. Yep. Certain ones that work. Yes, um, not but, just you blanket buying everything from Bulgaria. No, I didn't. I just happened to taste Bulgarian wines and some of them were really nice and at good prices with good stories. Well, we think Eastern European, they've got a lot of... Um, there's loads of good production there. They've been doing it for a long time um, and we're seeing more wines coming through to the UK market for sure. So we have quite a lot of Georgian wines, Bulgarian, Slovenia. We think Romania will start coming through. Yeah, um, they're, they're already around, aren't they? We just maybe we'll make a bit more of a focus on it ourselves. And that, that thing called the Melnick, that red wine, 
for customers who like the Grand Passion or the who used to like Juan Gill, those sort of big rich, big, rich, full bodied yeah, wines. They will love a bit of that, and that's under fifteen quid, and I think that was really good value. I think those sort of wines will will show really, really well. I think and good value, really good value. Here's a trend I think should happen. I think that people shouldn't buy wines just because it's a trend. I think uh, they shouldn't buy anything because it's a trend. You should make your own mind up. But what I would like to see is less, I realise it's going to be tough, but less chat about getting a discount or getting a deal on everything. <laughs> you know, that's, that's in general. It doesn't have to be about wine. Important things, yes, like heating, fuel, you know, that big things this has taken a turn but i think for I, I read a good article about fashion and the point was made that just focus on people that you trust as retailers that aren't going to rip you off or, or put on a fraudulent price and then discount it down to what it should be to start with and look for quality what you perceive as really good quality and good producers and then Cut your cloth, and then then buy the wine that fits your your budget, and don't don't try to have everything. I think that's the way in life. That's that's how it should be. Oh, no, God, I no switched waste. off a bit then. You just go for quality <laughs> and don't buy what you can't afford. Yes, that's a very good message. That's and don't just don't fanny around with all the other stuff. <laughs> it's just it's such a waste of time. Yes. People have to be paid. You know. Retailers, hospitality, the producers, the couriers, all of these people have to be paid a fair price. Yes. So things have yes, to that's cost a, a yes. certain thing. That's Discounted a very good thing. message, but I don't know where that's come There's from or how cost. that relates to There's trends. A cost to a wine if it's been sold at four ninety nine. Henry's been unwell this week and has yes, hasn't been out or seen anybody. <laughs> Jeez. You've been mulling this over. Mull, mulled wine. That's that's not going to be a trend again. I hate that stuff. <laughs> oh, oh dear. That's an imp- important political point I just made. Yes, there. out of absolutely nowhere with we no would context. We'd be a lot better off if we all applied that rule. We'd be a lot better off if everyone was just nice to each other and normal. Okay, so talking of that, let's go on to charity. Your your, your main job. Yeah, my main job of charity work. and community work, which is where my heart really is. Um, <laughs> You're the real Chad Vara or whatever his name was. Who's that? I think we studied him in religious education, but I better not go down that route. No, and I'm not religious. Um, so yeah, charity. I'm sure you're all aware from my social media that do lots of it, and we'll continue this. Um, we support lots of charities throughout the years. We've raised lots of money this year and done some really good projects. Um, we work very closely with the Crew Club, which is a youth centre close to us in Brighton, where we live. Um, you can see all of this on our website, um, and. I post about it all of the time. So we have been supporting their food bank. Um, I still volunteer there every other week and take food in. And we've been kindly supported by some friends of ours who run the Set Restaurant in Brighton, who've been amazing and cooking meals for me to take in once a month to feed about 70 kids and families. And we're trying not to view it as a, as a food bank because the language can be very negative around that. People can be embarrassed to, to go in and take food from that. But basically, it's a shop that has had, within the club, which has had a lot of food donations, which is free for anyone to take if you need it. And the um, people are encouraged to 
also swap in if you've got like excess pasta or excess tins of beans that you don't need bring those in and take something that you do need so it's a, it's a good it's a positive thing isn't it yeah and, yep. and again that that the positive main positive part of that is people are getting food that need it and people who have unwanted food is not going to waste yeah. So that's good all round. Yeah, so we will continue to support the crew club and I'll continue to volunteer there. We're both trustees there. Henry's the chairman, so that's not going to change. Get in. We'll chairman have lots Butler. of um, events and we'll continue doing fundraising for them. Um, also, I've been doing lots of work with animal charities. Um, I've done this for years anyway. And now I think it's just become more prominent since um, COVID, certainly, and the cost of living increases. I think everybody's aware that people and animals in particular are suffering more than ever at the moment and in desperate need. So I've been meeting with an animal um, welfare centre near to us in Brighton, which is called Rasted. And um, we're going to be doing a big fundraiser for them in April, which I'll keep you posted about. Um, to support the work that they do there and we'll also be setting up some crossover community work with the animal work I'm doing and the crew club hopefully so lots of things in the pipeline yes and I think the it's important to stress that um, we can be a facilitator or a collection point for if you've got blankets that you haven't used for ages or towels or clothes or kids toys food whatever um, doesn't have to be big or, or particularly small. It can be anything, but we can generally um, we put do. that in the hands of people that, that Yes, that if you've got anything to donate or anybody is interested in getting involved in any of the stuff we're doing, I'm we always keen people or we yeah, to help set up or... relationships or facilitate donations or show you where the money's going um, yeah, or drop off things. I'm running around delivering towels to dogs probably weekly at the moment because they're be, cold. What would be good would maybe to get some people into this house and and just take away a lot of this clutter. No, no, right. <laughs> what needs to happen is you need to pipe down or go and get out. You need to see some people and stop all this. That would be good. I think a good job done there. Right, so lots of charity for the new year and we are very grateful of everybody's support as always. Got the big, uh, big wine tasting in the in the church to look forward to in March, and we will fire up some small tastings of fun stuff in the Kemptown shop and start those again for little groups of ten people because they're good fun, aren't they? And we can just open some random things and, and get stuff <laughs> tasted right in and out. It will be far more organised than that because I will plan it. Ignore everything that Henry is saying for dinner. Right. Talking of that. Yes, let's get some food. It's New Year's Eve today, so this will be going out goodness only knows when because we don't know when our IT man is available. It sounds like he's gone on holiday. <laughs> yeah, you're definitely so, not going to see the New Year in. Look at you. I was up, be I've been up since six with anxiety. I've had a few issues this morning. I'm feeling a little bit emotional. It's the end of the year. Let's get some food in you before you get hangry. Right, calm down. Have a little nap in front of uh, Charlotte's Web. Really? Uh, I know. It makes me cry. Make you cry, make you happy. A lot of emotion. Anyway, uh, thank you everybody for your support this year. Thanks for listening to the podcast. You're lovely people. We're going to keep recording it. We don't know if anybody bothers to listen, but thanks if you do. 
And, uh, it's clearly it's quite good for us to vent. <laughs> let us know what you're you're drinking on on whenever this comes out. And uh, yeah, follow us on Cassie. social media. Yes, I run our Instagram, Facebook, and everything else except Twitter. That's Henry. It's nothing to do with me. Um, Butler's Wine Cellar. Post some pictures and I can share them. Brilliant. Yeah, happy New Year, happy New everybody. Year. Look after each other. And onwards and upwards for 2023. Ciao, ciao. Bye. I hope you got all that. Doodle pit.